Welcome to the Flint Catholic Podcast. I'm Father Tony Smila. And I'm Michael Hasso. I've got a surprise for you. What is it this time? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you, you, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> My surprises generally aren't fun. And it usually comes right, right after we go live on the recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love throwing surprises at you. So uh, we've got a quiz today. Pop quiz. Yay. I'm pulling out my teacher hat. Yeah. Um, I'm already excited. You should be excited. <laughs> so I found this quiz online, and I haven't looked at the question, so I don't actually know if this yeah. is legit or not. So I found it on uh, Catholic.com, which is Catholic Answers website. Catholic Answers is fantastic resource, yeah. um, except for the forums. Don't go on the forums. I think we've said that before. Don't go on the forums. But the content on, on Catholic Answers is phenomenal. It's top-notch. It's really yeah. good. So they have a uh, quiz, the toughest Catholic quiz. Yeah. So if Catholic Answers is saying this is the toughest Catholic quiz, I'm interested. I'm ready. I'd be really interested to know how their apologist scored. So, <laughs> in fact, we'll, we'll look at the article. So it's in an article form, and they actually sh um, reveal at the beginning, like, how they did. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. So I actually want to introduce somebody else as well. So since neither I nor Michael, you've neither of us have looked at this quiz, we need someone to proctor our test for us. So we have our producer in the back, Pax. He is going to proctor our test for us. Say hi. Hello. So you can't you can't actually see him. Maybe we'll get a camera on you one day. We need to get one on you. Uh, you can't see him, but he's running all the equipment back there, and uh, we're very grateful for Pax. I mean showed if I had a camera, I'd probably just like look in it every like twenty seconds and just try a thumbs up, and that's it. I mean, that's, that's all I do. I'm looking at everything else other than the camera. So there you know, you you're okay. just you're just like us. Uh, so you'll be proctoring it. Um, you'll read off the questions. I think there are. Uh, a um, some answers for each one. Actually, let's bring up the quiz. Go ahead and, and bring up the uh, the quiz, and let's get let's just look at the the introductory paragraph. Um, so, uh, yeah, can you scroll to the top? There we go. The world's toughest Catholic quiz, Carl Keating. So, some call it the pop quiz from hell. Others call it things we can't print in a family magazine. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited already. See, the this. most terrifying part to me is where it says by Carl Keating. By Carl Keating, yeah. So Which, if if our <laughs> listeners, if you don't know who he is, he is the founder of Catholic Answers. Yep. Kind of like the, I I would say probably the original modern Catholic apologist. Yeah, anyway, I would agree. He's he's like the OG, as yeah. the kids say. So he's heard every question under the sun, and probably yep. like thirty times yep. minimum. Yeah. So. You're about to find out if you know as much about your, fa your faith as you claim to know. Take it from me. Your ego will <laughs> suffer. But don't fall into despair. Most Catholics, some priests included, alas, will answer most of these questions incorrectly. Most. <laughs> most. <laughs> right? So when I framed this quiz on an audience of well-informed Catholic business leaders and their spouses, few got more than half the questions right. And that was with some uh, sub rosa sharing by test takers. So under the table, you know, yeah. collaboration, if you know what I mean. Wow. The high score was 17 right out of 20. So there's 20 qu questions on this quiz. Wow. The high score was 17. Uh, and that was a very good score indeed. Some people got only a third right. So this is what we're in for. Wow. <laughs> Are you ready? So I we do know. have a choice. <laughs> I, I think we know what we're going to choose already. But we could choose to to um, go against each other and have our own answers, or we could collaborate and try and get the high score together. What do you want to do? Well, like I said, as soon as you said Carl Keating, I knew this would have to be a, we need two a brains team better effort. than one. <laughs> yeah, we need to do this. So, Pax, go ahead and let's introduce our first question. All right. Are we ready to 
go Catholic. I don't know. I can't think of a catchphrase. <laughs> Are we ready to Catholic? Oh, hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question one, go. In the Mass. Okay, so. Jesus is symbolized by the bread and the wine from the moment of the consecration onward. Are these the answers? The so no, those are those. It's in the mass. Is it A, B, C, D, or, or actually you should go up a little bit too. There, there's a piece I did miss. Oh. Um, so for each question, circle the one answer which you think is most fully correct. So there are no trick questions, but you must read very carefully. Terms are used in their precise meanings. So theology degree needed. Wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can help with that a little bit, I hope. Don't be fooled into selecting the wrong answer by thinking in loose or colloquial terms. Each question has only one correct answer, but it might be none of the above. So these included none of the above, which I I dislike none of the above. I do. I do hate that. We're going to be torn so much in this quiz. It's going to tear us up. Yeah. Um, so, So A in the mass is which one of these is the most correct? All right, go ahead and read it again. Jesus is symbolized by the bread and the wine from the moment of consecration onward. Jesus is spiritually present when communion is gathered in prayer under the leadership of the priest and ceases to be spiritually present when the priest loses the sanctuary. Jesus is physically present along with the bread and wine once the consecration has occurred. Jesus is present and the bread and wine are not present after the consecration. None of the above. Okay. So we can see the terminology yeah, here is really, really very precise. tight, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so A is wrong. I yeah, think we can sure. say A is wrong. He's not symbolic, symbolized by yeah. the bread and wine. That's that's gone. I was going to say that's a good way to trigger any good Catholic. So B, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, is what Lutherans believe. That's consubstantiation, yep. Yep. not transubstantiation. Jesus is physically present along with the bread and the wine once the consecration has occurred. And I'm going to say no as well on that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because even though, uh, so what if I were to explain it, it would be the substance has changed, but the yeah. accidents remain. Yeah, we did an episode on that. We yeah. did. <laughs> the substance changed, but the accidents remain. So the accidents being... I that in class too. You do remember, oh, great. Did, last year in yeah. your theology class? Yeah. With, with the great Father Tony? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he had me last year in class. Wait, there's another Father Tony here? Wow. Ouch. <laughs> that hurts. Jesus uh, is present and the bread and the wine are not present after the consecration. None of the above. Um, man, so technically... The bread and the wine are not present. I'm like torn on that. Yeah, that that's what was getting me. I'm like maybe D. So it's like D or so are we saying D or E? Yeah, for sure. D or E. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, read that again for us, Pax. What D and E? D? Read D and E for us. D and E? Okay. Yes. Jesus is present and the bread and the wine are not present after the consecration. Or E, none of the above. Hmm. So I'm gonna go with none of the above. Really? The distinction between substance, like I wouldn't describe yeah, what happens in any of these terms. It's, yeah, it's really. I yeah, the is like kind of problematic because it's like it's almost right, but I I don't know. I, that's yeah. So the substance because to say it's not present, right. that's because I think that goes too far. I think at it does that too. point. 
So I'm, I think so we're going with e, e for number one? Yeah. Okay. E. Number one, E. Okay. Final answer. Number two. After the consecration, the host on the paten is Jesus' body, and the contents of the chalice are Jesus' blood. B. The host symbolizes Jesus' body, and the wine symbolizes Jesus' blood. C. The host is both Jesus' body and blood, and the wine is both Jesus' body and blood as well. Jesus' body and blood are really present with the bread and the wine, and this is called real presence. And E, none of the above. All right, so it's definitely not A. Yeah, not A. Not B. The host symbolizes Jesus' body and the wine. Yeah, no, definitely not B. The host is both Jesus' body and blood, and the wine is both Jesus' body and blood. Uh, maybe Jesus body and blood. Wait, so quick clarification. So can it, can it be like multiple of these? Is it like one of those sorts of quizzes it's where it can be like a and B? No, it's one answer is correct. One answer. And you have to pick the most correct okay. answer. Gotcha. Yep. Only one is correct. So the host is both Jesus body and blood and the wine is both Jesus body and blood. So that could be correct, but it's, is it the most correct? Jesus body and blood are really present with the bread and wine. Oh, the host is uh, really present. Um, what? So, what's the difference between C and D? Want me to Jesus. read it again? Jesus's body, blood, soul, and divinity is present in all the particles of the the bread and the wine after consecration. Yeah. I, I don't think E is one of the right answers. I think it's got to yeah, be C it, or D. For sure. Um. So they use the word real presence. And I think they use the word real presence correctly. Or do they? That's what I'm wondering about. I'm like, for me, it's really hard to, to not say that it's C. Because I... I know C is correct, but when you get into most correct, right? I'm like, I don't I'm, know. I'm wondering if real presence has a more strict definition than what they're using there. That's Colloquial a, terms. He yeah. mentioned that. So let's go with C. Yep. Is that your final answer? Yeah, it is. Cool. So number two, C. Yep. Okay. Next, number three. The consecration of the Eucharist can be performed by a Catholic priest or by a priest of an <laughs> Eastern Orthodox Church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I should have paid attention more in my ecumenical class. <laughs> can be performed by a Catholic priest only if he celebrates Mass with at least two witnesses. All right, that's not B. Yeah. yeah no, I, I've, done, I've been there before. Can be performed by a Catholic priest and an Anglican priest so long as they have the proper intention and pronounce the correct words of the consecration can be performed by <laughs> deacons and specifically commissioned lay persons in emergency situations. And E, none of the above. I know it's not D. It's definitely not D. Deacons can't can't do that. Even I know. Yeah. All right, can you scroll up a little bit? So we get yeah. them all. So clearly it's A or C. I don't think Eastern Orthodox is in communion, if I'm remembering right. Eastern Catholic is in communion, but Eastern or but they do have good orders. Their orders are yeah, that's, valid. A, that's what I was going to say. I know, and actually, this comes back to a Catholic Answers episode that I listened to <laughs> before. Yes. They, I specifically remember them saying that there is, um, I don't know if the, I don't know where this comes from. It might, 
might even be something in canon law, but if a Catholic is unable to receive the Eucharist in a Catholic church, let's say you're right. in in like Correct. Siberia or something, you can go to an Eastern Orthodox church. And this is also and true receive for the confession. Eucharist. Yep. Also yeah. true for confession. So that that would incline me to say A is correct. Now it, I think I don't, you're right. I would I would be inclined to say A is correct. C I so don't let me, let me I actually don't know. actually I think I know how we can fix this. If I remember right. Pax, can you scroll to the very top of the page? All the, nope, all the way to the top. J uh, February first, nineteen ninety three. So that's before the Anglicans gained uh, with Benedict the Sixteenth, kind of a, a way back into the communion. So I don't oh, wow. think it's I don't think it's Anglicans. I think that answer is not C. Because um, mm. Anglicans uh, certainly at some point did lose um, uh, the holy orders. Yeah, they they don't have the um, the sacrament there, so I think it's A. I'm confident yeah. in A. All right, so okay. let's keep going. Hey. We gotta like move through these a little faster. We're gonna have to rapid yeah. fire the last few. Yeah. All right, four go. How many questions are there? Twenty. A mass is invalid if fewer than half of the people present hold hands during. <laughs> I think that's the answer. <laughs> I think that's the answer right there. We don't even have to read any further. Uh, <laughs> Especially in the time of COVID. <laughs> if the priest submits the opening sign of the cross to the Nicene and the Nicene Creed. Ooh. If the priest celebrates Mass while he is in a state of mortal sin. Ooh. If the priest ad libs any part of the canon or none of the above. I'm going none of the above. Yeah, I was going to say the only thing that I wasn't sure about is really sign of the cross and the creed. That's that doesn't make like, it invalid. So okay. really what's important. Because I knew the others weren't. Yeah, so what makes it important is the words of institution. So yeah. the Nicene Creed, it would make it illicit. Yeah, yeah. But not invalid. Yep. But when you mess with, and, and they he tries to get us to with the ad libs any part of the canon. It's not any part of the canon. So the canon would be the entire Eucharistic prayer. So starting from uh, after the, the gifts, are, or really when the gifts are offered all the way through commun to communion, that big long prayer would be the canon. Um, and certainly um, ad-libbing would be very illicit. Don't, don't ad-lib any part of the canon. But it wouldn't make it invalid. Yeah. Only, it would only make it invalid if it's the words of, inst the, of, of institution. Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. Yep. Those are the ones. And in our own missiles, they're in capital letters, all caps. <laughs> you can't miss them. <laughs> these are the important words. Don't screw yeah. these up. <laughs> so I'm going with E. None of the above. Okay. All right. I just want to say that for me, as like a seven-year-old, I definitely believed A. I was like, no, everyone has to hold hands. It's true. Everyone has <laughs> to be A. Yeah. I've always hated <laughs> holding hands, so that was not my experience. <laughs> Tell you what, I I stopped holding hands way before COVID. You're came like, around. I became a priest to put an end to that. <laughs> I, I became a priest, so no I wouldn't have to hold anybody's <laughs> hand. No more friendship. That's the only reason. Does okay. that make my ordination <laughs> invalid? All right. Question five, go. Okay, number five. Holy communion may be taken by anyone oh. at all, so long as his <laughs> conscience tells him that it is the right thing to do. Any Christian who wishes to manifest the unity which Christ willed for his church. Catholics in a state of grace, but not Protestants, even if they're in a state of grace. Catholics who have committed mortal sin, 
and are sorry for them, even if they have not confessed them yet, and none of the above. Ooh. Well, I think we can cross off A and B. It's got to be C, right? Wait, read read D again for us, Pat. Catholics who have committed mortal sins and are sorry for them, even if they have not confessed them yet in confession. That, So, again, we want to be the strict terms, right? If we were being strict on it, it would be perfect contrition would have been used there. Yeah. If you have perfect contrition. Okay. Well, so here here's something interesting that I'll bring up that I've heard before. Um, this was something a priest told me that's in canon law, where if a person is in mortal sin, but it's an ongoing thing, um, there is a pastoral exception for, like, repent, mm. go to confession as soon as you can. Right. But you know what I'm— Right. So I yeah. think when we see with, uh, with D there— um, well, I think would have to be part to make D correct. It would have to say and, ha and did not have an opportunity to go to confession or there okay. was no opportunity. I'd to agree go to with confession. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going with C. Yep. C. C is your final answer. It is. All right. Number six. Okay. Number six. The doctrine of the oh Trinity. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. This is one. This will be the easy one. Hey, Pat. Why don't you move the microphone a little closer to your mouth? Hello? Yeah, perfect. Okay. That sounds great. There is one God who manifests himself in three distinct roles of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Nope. Wrong. Since <laughs> the resurrection, there have been four persons in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ, the God-man. Nope. Nope. In the Godhead, <laughs> in the Godhead there is only one divine person. Nope. And he takes on different aspects nope. of according <laughs> his actions. As creator, redeemer, and sanctifier. That's modalism, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> there are three gods who work so uh, closely together so that e. it is proper to call <laughs> them one god. Well, how is the question on the Trinity the easiest one so I far? Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it was. It's a freebie one. I feel like uh, it's gotta like be. Like he's just like. Yeah. Okay. Let's. All right. They're, e. They're, none they're of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't have to look at that again, right? That that's pretty obviously. Oh yeah. Definitely. None of the above. No. It, yeah. Definitely, it's none of the above. Okay. For I sure. second guess myself now. Question seven. A deacon is a priest who does not have permission to celebrate Mass until after his oh wife dies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> a layman who disputes who no. dispute can uh, distribute and marry people, baptize babies, and wear vestments. Nope. A man who has received the first level of holy orders and is neither a priest nor a layman, forbidden to hear uh, confessions, give absolution, except in emergency situations, and in the absence of a priest, or E, none of the above. I'd say C. A man who has received the first level of holy orders and is neither a priest nor a layman. So, first level of holy orders, I think that would be correct. Yeah. I... I can't see anything because we're wrong no longer talking about the minor orders. Those aren't yeah, yeah. in play. Acolyte, lector. Oh man, you're tonsure. getting deep into. <laughs> um, is there an uh, acolyte, lector, tonsure? Um, I don't know the others. Is there a vocab quiz <laughs> or something? Nah, I don't know. All right, we'll go with C. Okay, C. Eight. Number eight. A sister is neither a layperson nor a cleric. 
a cleric, but no longer a no. layperson. <laughs> that you instilled as a chaplain of a hospital is the female equivalent of a deacon. No. None of the above. So a sister uh, is consecrated, so neither a layperson or a cleric. But here's here's where it gets interesting, though. Yeah. And I've I've heard this from consecrated virgins. Not all sisters are consecrated, but sisters can be consecrated virgins as well. So there there is this like overlapping make, distinction because they make promises to the bishop. Yep. And they live in. Oh man. I. This is, this is a really tough one. <laughs> I still don't think they're technically lay persons though right i don't know i swear and this might not have been correct but i swear i've heard that before that they are yeah it, obviously in in some cases i don't know i oh don't know Oh man this is <laughs> this is a tough one so they certainly Sorry. can be installed as a chaplain of a hospital right that's certainly oh yeah for something sure that can yeah be. so none of the above is not it's either going to be c or a and yeah. I well, what do you know? Is there <laughs> any like technical clarifications on what is a layperson? Someone who's not a not ordained, uh, obviously. not ordained, no, not a cleric. Yeah, uh, not a deacon, priest, bishop. I still want to go with A. Do you think you want to go with A? You think you were you were leaning on C? I was more leaning on C. Well, let's go with C. Let's <laughs> okay. go with C. Because I'm not confident. Is that your final answer? Yeah, C. Uh, Number nine. Mm. All right, we got to move. Okay. Let's go. Number nine. Number nine. The, arch the archbishop is always an older bishop and by canon law must be at least 55 years of age. I don't think B I've ever heard that. He has jurisdiction over all the bishops within his metropolitan area and he may overrule their decisions, assist the Pope by voting on pro prospective cardinals, is a regular bishop who has been given the honorary title of Archbishop by leading bishops in his nation's Na National Bishops Conference. E, none of the above. So an Archbishop, I don't believe I don't there's a 55. I don't think the 55 thing is real. I think that was made up. Um, yeah, always an older bishop, not necessarily. Has jurisdiction over all the bishops within his metropolitan area and may over overrule their decisions. I, yeah, I don't think that's and a that's thing either. that's not true The either. overruling. Not the overruling. Yeah. He certainly has jurisdictions over the bishop of his metropolitan area. Yeah. That's Archbishop Vigneron in our yeah. area, Detroit. But, but I know it's a big thing that bishops, they have authority in their region. Yes. So. Assist the Pope on voting on prospective Cardinals. Does the Pope vote on Cardinals? I think he just appoints them, doesn't he? I don't think he votes on them. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's a thing they do. He's a regular bishop who has been given the honorary title of Archbishop by leading bishops in his National Bishops Conference. I don't think that... I, I'm tending towards E. Yeah, honestly. I, would, I would say so, too. Because there doesn't... Just... Not that I follow the USCCB regularly, but it doesn't. I haven't seen any correlation between like archbishops having a higher role in the USCCB. Um, no, 
No. Anything like that. So. I'm going to go with E. Yeah. Let's go with E. All right, 10. All right, then. 10. Which is which of the following is... Get your mic close to your mouth. Hello? Okay. Yes. Which of the following is a defined Catholic dogma? Limbo, purgatory, no. both limbo and purgatory, priestly celibacy, and none of the above. Purgatory. Purgatory, yeah. Yeah, Easy. celibacy is not. Limbo is definitely not. One. Yeah, limbo Purgatory, B. Okay, easy. Easy. He got this. He's rolling. Okay, number 11. The doctrine of the Immaculate Conception means Mary conceived Jesus immaculately in her womb without the aid of a human father. Mary conceived Jesus immaculately in her womb and, and he remained without sin. Mary was conceived immaculately in her mother's womb <laughs> without the aid of a human father. Mary, has con- Mary was conceived immaculately in her mother's womb and was pres- pre- preserved, preserved from, from sin. sin. And E, none of the above. Uh, D, right? Yeah. Without the aid of, yeah. D, definitely D. Yep. Because the incarnation is Jesus Christ. Pax, you got to speak right in that microphone all the time. Okay. It's a directional microphone. You got to speak right into it. All right. So... Yeah, 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 I get that. I'm kind of taking the test, too, but <laughs> not actually. All right, 12, let's do this. Okay, number 12. The papal infallibility means Ooh, we can do this one. the Pope is preserved by the Holy Spirit from committing mortal sins. Nope. Anything <laughs> the Pope teaches is guaranteed by the Holy Spirit to be true. Nope. nope. The Pope's <laughs> teaching must be obeyed because he is under the guidance of the Holy Spirit and thus speaks the Holy Spirit who cannot err. Hey, no. Nope. Uh, error. Okay, the Pope is incapable of teaching erroneously on matters of faith and morals when he teaches publicly and officially a doctrine for all Christians, not just Catholics, to behold. And D. E, none of the above. D for sure. I don't think it's D. Why is that? You have to speak from the chair of Peter. And it doesn't mention anything about the chair of Peter. He teaches, oh, man. Is that what they mean by teaching publicly and official, officially a doctrine for all Christians, not just Catholics, to hold? I would have liked them to have used teachings from the chair of Peter in that. But I think... Uh, I see what you mean. Because... The is trouble is, I know, I know that they said speaking like colloquially right. doesn't count. So that right does does teaching publicly and officially a doctrine for all Christians mean speaking from the chair of Peter? Is that what that means? Because basically, I mean, I for for a pope so. to speak infallibly, the pope basically has to say, "I'm speaking from the chair of Saint Peter right now, and here's the teaching." Like he just he basically has to declare that. Yeah, he uh, yeah he Much has like, to basically say explicitly yeah. like this is, you know. It's like Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy. Yeah, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> uh, I, th- I still think it's I'm gonna D. go with D. I think D is okay. correct unless they're yeah it's because they're not trick questions. They did say there's not trick questions, so I'm gonna go with D. I think that's good. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. Number 13. Contraception is permissible only to married couples 
with the permission no. of their parish no. priest and under the ex- extenuating circumstances. No. Nope. Never permissible, no matter what the circumstances. Permissible as the husband and the wife, after honest prayer, conclude it is right for them <laughs> to no. duly not nope. use it selfishly. Permissible only if the wife's health would be in danger or if the husband is in unable to support a large family. No. No. E, none of the above. Go back up. I think it's B then is the one we're left with. Never permissible. No matter what the circumstances. So my only question to that would be: uh, sometimes the pill is used for yeah. things not contraceptive. That's what I was gonna say. So that's, that's permissible. As that's long a little bit mi- as long as you're not then. using it as a contraceptive. Yep. So contraception is. I'm still going with B because that's it's not asking what is a contraceptive contraception is never yeah that's true so technically technically even using the pill it wouldn't be a comp- contraceptive then right because that's not the that's purpose not it's being used is. for so i'm gonna go with b yep you learn something new every day and if we get that one wrong we'll argue with carl that's right we're yeah. on a first name basis now carl <laughs> come on carl i hope i hope what he's not doing, watching carl? this <laughs> <laughs> unless we get 20 out of 20 yeah. then somebody please send then us we'll to send him. it <laughs> that's right that'd be insane okay <laughs> the sacrament of confession must be received before receiving communion by anyone guilty of mortal sin since his last confession is entirely superfluous su- superfluous if you privately and sincerely confess your sins to God no must be received by all Catholic adults at least once a year this is one of the six precepts of the church. Was done away with by Vatican II. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was dirty what he just did there. Yeah, I'm and dirty. That. No. And they say there and the, they say there weren't any trick questions. That was dirty. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those moments like in the Super Bowl where there's like this amazing play and they just have to like replay it over. Oh and over. man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pax. We just jumped right in. That was whoo. Keep going. No, what's D? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, finish it, right? Yep, D. Was uh, done away with by Vatican II, except in cases <laughs> of the three sins which cry out to God for vengeance, murder, adultery, and sexism. E, none of the above. Yeah. So. Uh, Wait, let's go back and explain C for a second. Yeah, what was wrong with C? So it's <laughs> it certainly must be received by all Catholic adults at least once a year. Yep. But it's not one of the six precepts of yeah, the church. There's only five. Yeah. So uh, So that was a close one. That's just so so dirty. Yeah. Oh that could man. wipe wipe somebody out from a perfect score easily. I know. <laughs> that is so so dirty. Oh my gosh. Uh so E none of the above, am I right? Oh no, A. Right? Must be received before receiving communion by anyone guilty of mortal sin since his last confession. Yeah. That's the best answer that's left on the board. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm just not yep. going to have to ask yeah. you later about D because I don't fully know everything about Vatican II. <laughs> uh, I did like one so project in it when I was in seventh grade and I forgot like everything. So Vatican II has beautifully written documents and uh, did not get rid of basically get rid of the sacrament yeah here's a quick like pro tip if anyone says something about vatican II, getting rid of what is really normal catholic teaching for the past two thousand years 
They're probably wrong. They're probably wrong. It's <laughs> good. It's right. good rule. <laughs> All right. Ooh, at the crucifixion. Let's go. Okay. At the crucifixion, Jesus' human nature died on the cross. Only the human person of Jesus, not the divine person of Jesus, died on the cross. C, God died on the cross. D, Jesus' human and divine natures both died on the cross, but the universe was the universe was kept going by the Father and the Holy Spirit until Jesus' resurrection. E, none of the above. So it's not E. It's not D. I think the... Not the C. Yeah. I think what I would go with is... Um, B, I think. Only the human person of Jesus, not the divine person of Jesus, died on the cross. Yeah, so it's yep. being more... B is more specific than A. Well, here's the thing. A is actually nature. incorrect because it says it's nature. human nature. Nature, ooh. So that's actually incorrect. Carl, you're playing us dirty on this. I know. <laughs> no trick question. I know. It's nature, yes. So, yeah, human person... Yeah, the, the nature didn't die. Good call, because he still has a human nature. You're welcome. I just saved you from I a, probably a ding. I probably would have <laughs> noticed that. I know. It's small on that screen over here. Yeah. It's small. Uh, so God, so only the human person of Jesus, not the divine person of Jesus died on the cross. Let's go with B. Yep. 16. Purgatory is, ooh, we're talking about purgatory. Okay, number 16. Number 16. I just need to go this way. Okay, A, a state of natural happiness for souls are of unbaptized infants and morally good non-Christians will wait until they are judged on the last day. B, a state of mind, punishment <laughs> for people who were not bad enough to go to hell and who were not good enough to go to heaven. I think this word says uh. mild. Mild, mild punishment. Oh, mild punishment. Does that say mild or mind? Mild. Mild. Okay, good. That makes a difference. I can't read. No, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. <laughs> a state of purification for people who die in the state of grace but who do not die with the complete love for God. D, Ooh. a temporary state <laughs> where sincere people who do not die in the state of grace get a second chance to do good and thus avoid going to hell. And E, none of the above. Who do not die with complete love for God. Yeah. I think that's still correct. Wait, I, does it, it says with complete love for God? Okay. Who do not die with complete love for God. Which means you have attachments el elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's C. I would agree. They die in the state of grace, but that love still is, you know, moved in different places yeah. and we need to purify that. I'm going to go with C. Yeah. And I think the interesting point, too, with purgatory especially is like a lot of people tend to think, oh, well, that's that's what I aim for. Like if I'm just a good person, but not good enough to make it to heaven, right. not bad enough to make. No, that's absolutely not false. how this works. <laughs> how any of yeah. this works. All there right. is no participation prizes. So 17, <laughs> we got four more to go. Let's rapid fire these. Let's yep. see if we can rapid fire them. An annulment. Ooh, Ooh. I can do this. Okay. I, I've <laughs> taken classes on annulments. I'm good. I've done All annulments. Right. An annulment is the canon law equivalent of a divorce under the civil law. No. B, a church-authorized disillusion of marriage, which has failed through the infidelity of one of the spouses. No. See, a, decla a declaration that no valid marriage existed in the first place, even th if there are children born during the relationship. Yes. See, yeah. a declaration that children born in a failed marriage are not in 
illegitimate. E, none of the above. So D is is true that um, the de- that when an annulment happens, that, that doesn't mean the children become illegitimate. Yeah. Um, the church assumes validity and assumed validity until the annulment happens. So I'm going to go with C. Yeah. A declaration that no valid marriage existed in the first place, even if there are children born during this relationship. C. Okay. All right. That makes sense. 18. Okay. 18. Parish councils. Let me tell you about parish councils. <laughs> oh, no. I'm ready. <laughs> this, I like this quiz. This has been good. <laughs> Wait until you see your answers. Parish councils were set up by Vatican II to oversee the work of parish priests. Prevail against <laughs> B. Prevail against the opinions of pastors if at least two thirds of the council members agree on the issue. No. Advise the pastor and relieve him of administrative duties, but have no authority over him. D. Were instituted by Vatican II <laughs> because the church is now a democracy, not a monarchy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it, it's definitely D. <laughs> I'm just joking. No. <laughs> so no, it's, it's C. I, I would think say. it's C because it yeah. can it. Yeah, it's meant to be a, uh, a advisory role for the pastor, and really, pastors can do with the pastoral council what they want, right? They can make yeah, it yeah. what they want, but I think this is it. The yeah, they uh, they have no authority over him, but can certainly relieve him of administrative duties, but most importantly, they advise the pastor. It's meant to be a cross-section of the parish so that you know you can talk to people on parish council and they can talk to the pastor, right? Hierarchy. Yep. We kind of like hierarchy. C. That's the number third C in a row. I'm nervous by it that we have three no, I like C it answers in a row. Because that's the most likely answer, right? Okay. If you... You know, if you have to guess, you always guess C, One, two, right? Three, four. We've guessed none weird. of the above four times. I'm a little nervous about that too. Anyway, don't worry. <laughs> I think about You'll these things. Fine. I was gonna say we'll you're the your person that overanalyzes. I know I do. <laughs> Nineteen. Mortal sin. Mortal sin. A is nowhere mentioned in scripture. B is a theological construct. a theological. It's a theological construct from the Church of the Middle Ages, and since Vatican II, we recognize that there are only two kinds of sins: venial, venial, and serious. C is the same as serious sin. Only words are different. <laughs> D makes it impossible for you ever to get into heaven, no matter what you do. And E, none of the above. Okay, definitely not D. <laughs> I'm not going to. C is just. I'm not doing C. I don't yeah. think that's correct. Can't uh, trust it. You just can't trust it. I'm I'm a little tempted by A, but that's like it depends how is it what it depends what's meant by that. Yeah, because you know because the word mortal sin isn't isn't stated in scripture. Well, Paul talks about sinning, but, sinning mortally, but he no he says serious sin if you're sin or. I guess it depends on your translation too, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, depending on your translation. Yeah, yeah. So that. I think A gets kind of fuzzy. Yeah, so I don't like A. I'm really on a none of the above train here. It could be A, but mortal sin as a concept. If we're if we're talking about like mortal sin in a strict sense as a concept, it certainly is talked about. Jesus talks about yeah, mortal yeah. sin. We, we For definitely sure. know 
we can gather. So that's why I'm I'm on the E bandwagon here. I'm pretty heavy on the okay. E. I think. Is that your final answer? You got to say yes. Yeah. Okay. It is. All right then. Last one. Okay, number twenty. <laughs> Apologetics means never having y- to say you're sorry. It's that one. Let's go. All yep. right. See you guys. <laughs> B, the art of apologizing for being <laughs> being a Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, a course which seminarians used to have to take, but which they know, but which they now are exempted from by canon law. Giving reasoned explanations and defenses for the faith. E, none of the above. D. D. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, Let's so see how we did. Okay. We have fin- oh, hold up. Answers. Don't 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 give us the answers yet. Don't give us the answers yet. Oh, so okay. Uh, okay. after the break, we are going to go back and look at the answers. So Ooh, uh, we will see uh, how you guys did at home, and we'll see if you did better than us. Okay, Carl, we're coming after your quiz. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, we'll see you after break. Should I stop recording and then re-record, or want to just plow? Yeah, we can. Let's just plow right through. Yeah. The answers will be easy. I was gonna say we needed that little that little clip of "We're coming for you," <laughs> and we're coming for you. I should have zoomed in on you when you did that. Oh well. Need a cameraman for when you do that. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bring us in, and don't forget if when you talk, really got to keep that mic close. Yep. I'm figuring yep. It out. Eat you it. Gotta, you got to eat that mic. Ah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Wait, I should say action first. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. And welcome back to the Fully Catholic Podcast. Are you ready to see what the answers are? I am. All I'm right. excited. Ooh. I'm Ooh. ready. All right, here we go. Let's okay. do answer two. Uh, so there you have it. Now you know why some people call this the pop quiz from hell. Now let's look at the answers. Question one. So we picked E, uh, and the right answer is D. All right, so we'll have to... Sk- we're going to have to go back up and down, aren't we? Yeah. I was going to say, let's let's just find out which ones we got, and then we can go back through and talk about the ones that we got wrong. Okay. All right. So, actually, then, let's... Yeah. Have that okay. written down, then? Good. Yeah. So, we missed the first question. Okay. Number two, we picked C. We got it correct. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Number three, we picked A. We got that one correct. Woo! Yep. Number four, E. We got that correct. Yo. Five, C. We ding, got ding, that ding. correct. Oh, dude, we're on a tear right now. Number six, E. We got it correct. Ding, ding, ding. Number seven, E. Wrong. No, C. I, we picked C. You picked C? We okay. did pick C. Yes. Nice. Eight, Ooh. C. Oh, no, it's E. And we're gonna have to. All right, we'll definitely have to look at that one. Okay. Nine E. Ding ding ding. Yes. Ten B. Ding ding ding. Oh man. Eleven D. Ding ding ding. Why did change the pitch of the ding? Twelve D. Twelve D. Oh my gosh. Good job. So good. Thirteen B. Yes. Fourteen A. Got it. We are. Smoking this. 15B. Roll it. No. Oh. All right. 16C. Ding, ding, ding. All right. 17C. 
Ding, ding, ding. Oh, see, this is that stretch of C's where I got nervous. 18C? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yep. Ooh. I trust you. There we go. <laughs> 19E? E? No. Oh, they did C again. Oh, my goodness. See, we didn't have enough C's. 20 <laughs> is D. Okay. So let's go what back to- What was our to, score? Uh, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16. Oh. We just missed. I was so looking forward to crushing- the best score of the Catholic Answers stat. I know. Oh, <laughs> so close. All right, so let's go to number one, number all one. the way at the top. One second, I need to scroll. There we go. Nope. Farther? All the way up Wrong to the one. top. Yep. So question one is, oh, dang it. <laughs> so we picked none of the above for this one. So and the right answer was because I forgot what the right answer was. I forgot what the right answer was. <laughs> so all right, so the right answer is either going to be C or D. So which one? So C is if it's Jesus is physically no no it's got to be D right? Jesus is present and the bread and the wine are not present after the consecration. So it's got to be D right? Those were the two we were going in between. Yeah. So is it D? Uh, it was D. Correct, yeah. because all right, because the bread and wine cease to be present. Oh, sorry, that's it. Because the bread and the wine cease to be present in their essence or substance after the consecration. Only Jesus present through a mere appearance of bread and wine remains. So that's kind of what we were talking about. We got tripped up. Yep. Uh, I mean, we were talking about those things. So. Sad. 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 So uh, C or no eight. eight? Eight we got wrong. Eight. What's the right answer? E. So let's go back at the top and see the question real quick. Number eight. And here we go. A sister. Dang it. The answer is none of the above. All right. Neither a person or a cleric. We we Mm. picked C, which was maybe installed as a chaplain of a hospital. Sister can't be installed as a chaplain of a hospital. I thought that maybe w- maybe the technical term of chaplain. That's true. Ah, That's what I was just thinking. I was like, "You got us." Arr. I don't know. That's a that's an interesting question altogether. What's the technical technical yeah, qualifications for being chaplain, for having the title of chaplain? Chaplain would require a cleric if you're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, you got we we don't use that colloquially, right? We can you know your chaplain your chaplain does not require. That's frustrating. You uh, got us. Carl, you got us. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, 15. Carl. 15 is the next one that we got wrong. 15. C was C correct. C is correct. We guessed B. C is correct. And the question was... Oh, no. Oh, the one on mortal sin? No. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, the crucifixion. The answer is C. God died on the cross. You know, honestly, I thought that. That's not true. Yeah, that's like I, I think they might have mislabeled that one. So let's go back down to the answers and let's see the reasonings for it. Because explanation. Yeah, that's not. I was gonna say that's actually wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. All right, one more down. Okay, correct. correct. Because oh, are you gonna yeah, it because the person who died on the cross was a divine person, commonly called the Son of God. Since that person is God, it is proper to say that God died on the cross, even though it sounds, uh, I can't read that word, odd, may raise some unthinking people to conclude that means God ceased to exist, which of course was not the case. 
If you're sure this answer cannot be right, don't fret. You're in good company. Most people in this question because the correct correct answer just doesn't sound right. I so still don't. I don't know. B, wrong because there is no human person in Jesus. Divine nature. There's only one person, the divine. Two natures, one person is correct. So. I don't know. I'd almost write into Catholic answers to argue this. (laughs) Mm. I mean, I've heard C in class before, so. mm. I mean, so. I. I get Maybe. what I get what they're saying with C. I'm not so opposed to that, but to say that it's more correct than B. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a fair point. Yeah, they're pretty like I, correct. I wouldn't sure. say that it's more correct. So there's no I, human I'm not person even, in Jesus. I mean, I think that's just a difference on the take on nature and person. Right? So there's two natures. Yeah, but there isn't any person human person in Jesus. How is the question worded? Now I'm <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, the question just. No, we're making you do a lot of scrolling. We appreciate it. Oh, it's fine. It's just my finger. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's my finger can take it. You get paid at for this, right? Not. Jesus at the crucifixion. Only the human person of Jesus, not the divine person of Jesus, died on the cross. That yeah. was B. Okay, so now I see. I definitely don't think B is the most correct answer because there's not two people in Jesus. Ah. Uh. I it's know. not two face from bed. Okay, that's irritating. That's pretty <laughs> irritating. But yes, now I now I okay. would agree. N- yeah. Now that I see how that how that answer was worded. <sighs> that's that's not that's not cool. I feel like I got that question right because not, really cool, <laughs> not cool, Not cool. E. All right, so nineteen is our last one we got wrong. Nineteen? Nineteen okay. is we guessed E, way. none of the above. Okay, and the answer. correct answer was C. Uh C nineteen B. Okay, so the answer is C. And the question was Mortal Sin. Is the same as serious sin, only the words are different. Is serious sin an official term? I mean it is in scripture. That's yeah, but is it like an, a, a, an actual theological term? I can look it up right now. I forgot the phone. That's why I didn't pick that one because I'm like, serious sin is not an... Af- what, did, what did we choose over that? Uh, none of the above. We picked none of them. Yeah, I just... I don't think that serious sin is a term. theological term. It's yeah. mortal sin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my only argument for it would be to say it's scriptural. Maybe. First yeah, John. That's fine. That's, that's fine. So. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So. I'm looking that's it up right now. That's not as frustrating as the last it's one. It's definitely not <laughs> as frustrating as the last one. So 16 out of 20. How do you feel about that? Pretty the world's good. world's hardest Catholic yeah. quiz. The world's toughest. And we got a 16 out of 20. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. We reasoned our way through a lot. We There's a lot more gimmies than I thought. A lot more easy ones than I thought there would be. For sure. So. Um. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, Catholic Answers quiz, defeating Carl Keating yeah. once and for all. <laughs> That's we, what we should call we this episode. Defeating Carl defeating Keating. Carl, Carl Keating. <laughs> well, well, it rhymes then. Though. It rhymes. <laughs> defeating Carl Keating. That's really <laughs> great. Run. So, I mean, if you want to send this over to him, that's fine. You can do that. And you can laugh at yeah, us. Yeah, we'd appreciate you it. You got more than 50%. Okay. 
So I'll, I'll that's, take that's that. a win. I'll yeah. take 16. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. I thought we were getting it correct. Yeah, it was, here's the thing. If the Catholic Answer staff got 17 out of 20, that was the best. No doubt. That was the best. I'll take this. And we got 16. In my mind, we just got like a 98%. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, and by like the, a curved. Oh, yeah, on a curve. I'll take it. And yeah. remember the, the last time we did a quiz on air was uh, when your wife put it, gave us a Christmas quiz. Oh, yeah. We did not get anywhere near 16 out of 20 on that. Yeah. We did. What'd you I, get? I, we did a lot. Better. I remember just not doing very well in that quiz at all. Yeah, I don't. Bombing it really hard. I'd have to go back to that. I don't remember what that we got, but I know it wasn't this good. <laughs> so you have to go back in the archives if you missed that one. It was a fun one. We had Christmas music playing in the background. It yeah. was a cool Thank episode. We were back at St. Matt's doing that episode. Yep. Holy smoke, a lot changes wow. in the year. Yeah. So, all right. Next week, we'll see you. Um, I know a lot of the episodes have been coming out, you know, back to back to back. We're getting the video stuff worked out. We promise. We're going every week now. Yep. We got this. We'll Ooh. see you all next week. God bless. All right. <laughs>